Chinna boot. Shit in hell, we're back. We're back already. Fucking hell. Liam's still at that party? Yeah, he's still at that party. Cool, right. Still awake. Right, uh, like, subscribe, do all the rest of it. Oh yeah, like and subscribe. We are on Facebook, just search Tunaboot, www.facebook.com forward slash Tunaboot. Mm-hmm. Instagram, at real Tunaboot. At real Tuna underscore boot. I haven't fucked that up for a while. No, it's been a while, yeah. Oh, goodness me. And uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, email us at mrtunaboot at gmail.com. Give us ideas, give us suggestions, give us what you want. If you like what you hear, rate us at five stars. If you don't like what you hear, rate us at five stars. Just rate us It's five stars. That'd be great. That's Thank it. you very much. That's We'd like our point. rating up at some point. Yep. And not just us that rated us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. Jim. All right. So, every week we also we, we, we like to we like to do a little album recommendation and get some new music out there. So, I've got an album from 1973. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> from a, a little-known band called The Stooges. And it's uh, raw power. Love it. It's fucking incredible. It'll blow your mind. It's fantastic. Love it. And uh, we also get sponsors every single week. Every single week. And we never seem to keep one for more than a week. No, I don't know why. I think it's just... You know what it is. It's because we have too many sponsorships coming in. Yeah. So we think we'll give everyone a fair plot at it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that means that the sponsorship deals don't give us enough money to keep just doing the podcast. It's true. So, who sponsored us this week? To not stall for you any longer. What? What? what this week? <laughs> yeah, this week. This week? Yeah, now. Uh, okay. Do it now. Um, what, now. What, what, right now. Right now. Uh, Yesterday. Come on! Uh, Lexington Jail. I sponsored us this week. Okay. Yep, so this is a lovely little jail. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fantastic it's just off the coast of Isle of Man yeah yeah uh, just uh, if you are thinking about going to jail <laughs> or thinking about doing some crimes and you think what jail do I want to go to because it is your choice you get to choose uh, go go to Lexington Jail off the coast of Isle of Man it is spectacular you will not get out it's a fantastic jail <laughs> And we have, let me tell you listeners, we have been asked to be sponsored by so many jails. I mean, we we have went to all the jails, we've spent time. I mean, the room service in one of them was just horrific, Oh, it was, it was so bad. Do you know they cook their eggs in bags? What? Horrible, yeah. Those yeah. pre-boiled egg things? Yeah, 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 the spoons oh, ones. Whoa. God almighty, absolutely <sighs> oh, I'm not serving time in that shithole. You know what I'm serving my time whenever I get caught? Where are you serving your time? Lexington Jail. Love it. Thank you very much. And thank you, Lexington Jail, for the sponsor. Unfortunately, one of the best sponsors we've had in a while, that. <laughs> and I had to quickly Google if Lexington Jail was a real jail. <laughs> Which it was. Which it is, obviously. Off the coast of Isle, uh, Isle of Man? Off the coast? Yeah. In the sea? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, like, it's, like a, it's an old oil rig. A sea jail. Sea jail. Oh, but nice. not just for nautical crimes. No. Land crimes, too. This is an argument I have. Because, right, I was having this with my friend. You know, so you know the thing about international waters? Yeah. You can, like, you, you can't be done for a crime in a specific place. Mm-hmm. Is this the same before you go past Border Patrol at the airport? Because you're not in that country yet. No, I think, I think they'll be technically whatever land they're in. No, I refute that. Well, I can't unrefute your refute. <laughs> I can't refute that. 
Saying, the customs take longer now we're not in the EU. Mm. So me and Ewan were waiting there and we were a bit doolally because it was, you know, like nine in the morning. We'd been on the go since half three. And I did say, if I killed someone right here, could I get done in Belgium? Because it's international waters. But like the land style. So that's... International land. <laughs> so no, I, I if, if you want to be pedantic. I don't think... <laughs> and I do. I, I don't think you can not get arrested just because you're not where you're from when you commit a crime. No, but you're not in their country yet either. Because you've not went through border control. Well, there's another hot tip for you. If you want to commit a crime, <laughs> don't do it here. Do it somewhere else. Yeah. Unless you're from that else place, then don't do it there. Do it somewhere else. If you've got a crime you really want to commit, before your passport's been stamped and you're through, do it there. Do it there. And you know, if you do get caught and you get a chance to act like, say where you want to go, license in jail. Off the coast of Isle of Man. On with the show. All right. So this week we are continuing from last week's Barnstormer of an episode uh, in which I asked Dougal here some very random questions. Also, our, our other co-host, Liam, isn't here again. Uh, well, we did mention that. We, we did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Liam. Woo! Okay. So, next question. At what age does it stop being extra impressive that you've achieved something? I'll give you an example. Palmer Lucky invented the Oculus Rift when he was 20 years old. And Facebook bought the company Oculus for $2 billion, making him one of the richest entrepreneurs under 40. So when he was 20 years old, he invented this Oculus Rift, which is like VR headset technology yeah. stuff. And then, you know, they bought it for $2 billion. So what I mean is, obviously it's impressive at any age if you do something like that. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, damn yeah. Cool. I was about to say, yeah. But at what age, if someone said to you, oh, I've invented this thing, and I've been bought out, and if they said... You know, and that person said, oh, how old are they? And you go, they're 20. You go, that's fucking impressive. Oh, so what age does it stop being as... Like, ah, oh, well, they've done it for a while, so they've, they've taken their time, haven't they, really? Yeah, like a like a pianist. You know, you see those kid prodigies? Yeah, 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 and they're, they're mad. exceptionally good. And then at what age does it go, well, that's impressive. It's not extra impressive. Because originally what I thought is like, you know... When, when a four-year-old paints a shit picture, you go, oh, that's amazing, they've done that, or they, they you know, you said a word. Yeah. And there's certain ages that that shit stops becoming impressive, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unless there's certain things that still makes it impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm impressed every time Liam makes it to work on time. Mm. That's never going to stop being impressive for Liam. Shots fired, Liam. You're a brilliant employee. We love you. <laughs> Liam's boss listens to this. That's his dad. <laughs> Shit. Liam's great. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. That's an interesting one. I'd say uh, thirty-five onwards. Thirty-five onwards. See, because I was thinking, like, oh, he did that. How old was he? Twenty-five. That's amazing. How old did he? How old was he? He was thirty. You, oh. You're on to something there. I yeah. think thirty might be, because that's like, it's horrific to think about that on our generation and the next generation's coming. 30s basically when adulthood starts for a lot mm-hmm. of people because a lot of people still live at home and yeah, yeah. things like that so I, th- I think 30 but 35 definitely after that it's like it's still impressive yeah but it's not like kid prodigy and when you, when you get to 50 onwards it's just nice that you've done something mm. it's just like oh that's that's good isn't it that's nice that's nice happy yeah. for you yeah super yeah. happy for you yeah thir- I think 30 is a shout because I don't know how long you got to do something impressive then Ugh, a year and a half. Yeah, two and a half years. Mm. All right. We better get on it. Better, better hard. We'll be on over 300 episodes of the podcast <laughs> by then. It'll be fine. That counts. <laughs> we won't. That's a total lie. Be over 200, though. 
Mm-hmm. Better keep going. Yeah, we'll up it. Uh, we'll up it to two a week for to get to three hundred by the time you're thirty. Just yeah, so. a lot of five minute episodes. <laughs> a lot of five minute episodes. Jim's five minute take on <laughs> skiing. <laughs> well, I think it's fine. Join me next week when I discuss baking. Jim's five minute episode on understanding how long five minutes is. Oh, what? <laughs> it's fine. Four minutes fifty five seconds of dead air. Okay, it's fine. Etc. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do that for five minutes. No, that would be horrible. It would. All right, next question. <laughs> Hypothetical one. You can have your dream body, right? And you never ever have to work out. You can eat what you want, you can drink what you want, treat yourself like absolute garbage, but your body will always stay the same, in peak health, right? But you have to have the word cunt tattooed on your hand, in big letters, and you're never allowed to cover it up, never allowed to wear gloves. (laughs) Yeah? Would you do it? (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for the question. Uh, Yeah. You would? Yeah, because well, I mean, it would it would make international travel a bit trickier. But mm. in Scotland, mm. there's probably a few people that have cunt <laughs> written on their hands a bit. That's and true. it depends because, well, it would depend because my ideal body. What I could say is my ideal body has you know like it's pretty toned, but not pure muscle bound because I like mm. a bit of cuddle. It's. <laughs> Pretty tall, probably about the height I am now. I like the height I am now. Yeah. Luscious locks, which I've got, so I've two out of three, which yeah, isn't yeah. too bad. You know, good feet. I've got shit feet, so good feet, better feet. Mm-hmm. I'd like to not have eczema on my feet. That would be nice. Yeah, I can do that for you. Because that would, well, thank you, because it's, it's itchy and painful most of the time. But really small hands. Or one small hand that I've got cut right on. So I've got one, massive, one regular size hand, and then one little small hand. <laughs> on it. Yeah. But I would have to go in the bigger hand then. Would it? Yeah. All right, then. Two regular-sized hands. Just we can't on it. <laughs> the worst thing is, what if it's cold and I want to wear a glove? Can I wear a glove, but with the cunt-shaped hole in it? You can do it, or your hands will just always be at a good temperature. Well, your hands are always at a good temperature. This is a better deal than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, definitely. Yeah, you would. Would you? Uh, I don't, no, I don't think so. No? No. And you're the first person. I've, I've asked a lot of people this. Have well, you? three. And they all said no. Why did they say no? Didn't want cunt written on their hands. But see, like, yeah, but cunt's not that bad. It's like, one of the it's one of the worst ones. I know, but we're, we say in fucking Scotland, like, folks say cunt all I the know. time. I, I think it would be. It's, this is a sweeping generalisation, but it'd be fine in like the creative industries that we want to get into. I don't know why it's more fine there, but it's like a less. It's a professional environment, but you could be like, you could get away with it if you were. I suppose if you want to be a car salesman and you're trying to sell cars and mm. using your hands, having cunt on them is probably a bit of a... Yeah, What's, I, I don't, I'm not that bothered about the mileage. Why have you got cunt on your hand? And you'd, have <laughs> and then you'd go, well, look at me. I'm yeah. magnificent. Yeah. I just have cunt on my hand. Could you put your hand behind your back quite a lot? For th- an hour a day. An hour a day, then that's fine. I'll just work an hour a day. I look fucking brilliant. Yeah. You could, just be, a, you could be a model without... Having your hands shown. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That, with the hands behind the head. Yeah. I realised this was a purely audio yeah, form yeah. again for a like, second. Oh, like the Burt Reynolds picture where he's leaning leaning back with his hand behind his head. You could do that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times you'd be asked to do that. Now, if you'd said cunt tattooed across the forehead, nah, that's yeah. too far. But on the hand, I think that's easy. That's an easy wash off. All right. What if you have pillock on your forehead? Pillock? pillock. I don't have anything on my forehead. Pillock. 
Boo. Boo. I'd take boo, actually. Boo. Yeah. Just yeah. B-O-O, big letters across your forehead. Yeah, because then I would uh, dress up as a ghost with the wee slip through there that just says boo, and I'd be the world's first uh, mute ghost. Right. Okay, well, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> <laughs> right, next question. <laughs> boo on your forehead would be fun if you were camping. You just yeah. walk into folks' tents and they shine their light on you. And you, just, you don't need to see, You don't need to intrude on the other campers. You just get that one person <laughs> shouts themselves for a second, and then you have a good laugh about it. Well, the thing is, I don't think the word "boo" is inherently scary in written form. Because <laughs> I've seen it a few times. I think Liam's even got a wee stance says "boo" on it. I didn't. I wasn't scared of it. <laughs> and also, there's a different interpretation of "boo" because it's "boo" or "boo." That's very true, yeah, yeah. So you might just be that. thinking you're just being dismissive mm. rather than try illicit fear. You wouldn't want to be at the front of a gig in case the front line gets the wrong idea, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to make a point, so I'm tattooed boo on my head. <laughs> well, there you go, we've covered that. That was an excellent question. That's one of your best. I wasn't expecting that to be one of the good ones. <laughs> there you go. All right, next one. Have you ever worn a tuxedo? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Do you want to explain mine or just just carry on? We want the next one. No, and I'm not entirely sure. I have to be honest, which is what that was. About. No, because I thought that would again. I thought, oh, that's an interesting one because I don't think I have. I've definitely got three piece suits and stuff like that, but I don't think a tux has been one. No, I've never. I've never worn a tux. Not fancy enough. No. 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 All right. Cool. Next one. Can you define the word swashbuckling for me? <laughs> Good, don't it? Mm. Oh, we'll have a swashbuckling time. So you good. think the, the swashbuckling means good? <laughs> yeah, that's what I will. <laughs> I'll die on this hill. Okay. <laughs> well, according, what, what does it mean? <laughs> according to the Oxford Dictionary, it means engaging in daring and romantic adventures with bravado or flamboyance. Good. Good, yeah. Yeah, covers it. This has been a very swashbuckling episode <laughs> so far. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. When was the last time you were in a situation where you thought you might die? Uh, right. Got one. Yes. So I might have told you the story in Malta. Uh, yes. Yeah, this is the one. Cause, uh, That's we a good were, story though. Yeah, we were... So me and Ali went to Malta. We had a lovely time and we went on a wee uh, canoe trip. So mm. you had to go across the Isle of Gozo, just across the road from Malta, or the sea, as the road's called there. <laughs> and you go around this little... Um, round this little island in the middle in the canoe, six hours um, and it's lovely, really good time and afterwards we went, the guy was like oh we'll drop you back off at the ferry and we thought you know what, the last ferry is at what, nine it's six now, let's go and have a couple of pints in the town and enjoy ourselves mm-hmm. and we went into the town and we sat by um, sat in a wee, outside a wee bar had a couple of drinks and this man called Mick showed up Mm-hmm. Mick, who was an Irish fella, mm-hmm. diving instructor, uh, really nice guy, and he started chatting away, and we were like, "Oh yeah, like, uh, let's you know, let's how we get to know you sort of thing." He had his pal, who I believe was called Alan, there with him or Joe. It was a generic man name, right? And so, a generic man name and Mick were there. And a <laughs> generic man name was a lovely guy as well. Both diving instructors. Um, 
scared me off diving because he went, "Oh, you're always a you're always a breath away from death down there." And I went, well, <laughs> I won't be coming with you tomorrow. <laughs> but then it got later and later, and we were drinking, we we're having a good time, and then we looked, and it was like, "Fuck right, we've got to get a bus in ten minutes, and then we got to go to, and then we got to go and like get on get on the old." Uh, ferry back to Malta and then it was like a four fucking hour bus journey from there mm. so I'm quite glad we didn't do it at night really but Mick went nah it's fine don't worry I've got a place you'll be fine and I'll take you out for dinner <laughs> and obviously he had me at dinner so yeah as as Mick's often do yeah well he technically had me at no because I'm like, okay then let's go um, I've got a great photo where he tried to take a photo of me and Ali next to the big town square and it's just blur you can't see a fucking thing. <laughs> uh, so he invited us out to dinner. We had, he paid for it all. It was a beautiful restaurant. He was one of those guys. He ordered everything for us. Mm. He looked at me and went, you'll have the rack of lamb. And you and Ali would have like some sort of nice pasta or something like that. And mm. we got it. And it was fucking gorgeous. Had an hour drink in the bar next door. And then Mick went to a guy in the corner of the bar next door and went, oh, Mick, can we jump in your taxi? And this guy was fucking sloshed. Mm. So this, so we went into the drunk taxi drivers, and before we left, <laughs> another guy, who um, I believe he was called Adam, because I still have his number saved on my phone as Adam Gonzo, because I tried to spell it, say it as Adam Gozo. Uh, he gave me his phone number and went, "Look, you'll be fine, but just in case anything happens with him, because I know him, mm. call me." Wow! So instantly, I'm terrified. Yeah. And then we get the taxi home and it doesn't get any better when we get out the taxi and Mick goes, right, I'll have a bottle of your wine. And the taxi driver opens the boot and he's just got bottles of wine in there that he's selling <laughs> for five euro. So we get into Mick's and he's giving us a bottle of wine and then he's like, oh, I've got some chilli up there. Do you want to have some chilli? And we're both like, no, no, I'm all good, mate. Don't worry about it. But we're having quite a nice chat and obviously I think Ali had stopped drinking at that point because she got a bit worried. We're in a mm. random man's house. It was a gorgeous house. Beautiful balcony onto like scenes out mm. there. It was lovely. So Mick took us... Uh, Mick, we were chatting away and Mick was a bit becoming a bit of an interesting fellow. He was fucking steaming at that point and he started to get a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then he started speaking about how his love for guns. Yeah. So <laughs> five minutes later, the next part of this story... We're fucking standing in Mick's gun room, <laughs> holding his guns. <laughs> and he's genuinely got me like, oh, I have a feel of this one. And I'm fucking the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life going, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is g- yeah, thank you. And then he was like, he gave Ali a wee pistol. He's like, hold it, go and point it at him. Like, point it to me. And Ali's like, no, <laughs> it's not loaded. That's not the point. <laughs> I, don't care. I don't want to hold a gun to the person I love, whether it fucking is loaded or not. So I had a good time holding his guns and then we put them back in the nice cupboard where he kept all his guns and there were fucking like 10 in there or something like that. I was a bit mad. Jesus. And we went, right, well, Mick, being lovely, where's the where's the bed? Mm. Let's go and have a sleep. And we went into the bed and I mean, like, Mick said, night, all that, thanks very much for the evening, thanks for the food, man, we'll see you later. Uh, we'll see you in the morning because he was, he was adamant he was cooking us an omelette. <laughs> so it's just none of this sounds real when you recite it back mm. so we went to bed Ali's first instinct put a chair against the door because that'll help against guns yep Marty <laughs> is what I said give us a second podcast alright Douglas just go into the door hey mate in you come <laughs> 
so <laughs> yeah Ali puts a chair against the door Ali sleeps I don't six hours later we wake up I go for a pee and hear an almighty snort from Nick, Mick's room <laughs> oh he's on coke and he's got guns so mm. we quickly wrote a letter and ran out of there and I left we left a lovely note and then we found a taxi driver because we had no phones they were all dead mm. and fuck me I've never loved a taxi driver more <laughs> than that woman she was normal but we kept on having this joke while we were waiting on the ferry that Mick would be running down the street with a half cooked egg <laughs> in a van just like waiting trying to find us so that's uh, yeah that's, that's that's my story we'll pause for a second as we invite Marty in and then we'll, we'll be right back after these messages right thanks uh, what's your what's uh, Oh, well, that's nowhere near as good as that. But it's just, um, we're just, I was just in a car with uh, someone, and we we're just driving along country roads. Oh, that was it. <laughs> I was just convinced I was going to die. They weren't even driving that erratically, but just every time we took a blind summit, I was like, I just remember those adverts, and I was like, yeah, we're going to die. <laughs> we're going to die. There's no way we're not going to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, and we didn't. Well, I didn't. Well, well done. <laughs> Good work, man. I can handle a blind summit. No problem. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> Have you bought an item recently that you didn't need slash didn't work? Uh, oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> what have I bought recently that I didn't need and hasn't worked? Are they two separate entities? Can no, no, it's either or. Yeah, so I mean, like, well, I buy fucking vinyls and shit all the time. They don't. I don't need... Tell you what I did buy mm. that... Um, I, I have to return because Ali's slagged me to shit I bought sandals to go on holiday with <laughs> and she went oh That's they're it. not Jesus sandals and I went I don't know what they are I just picked a pair of sandals from TK Maxx that were the cheapest and yeah slagged right for it got to return them now because <laughs> last night that was all she spoke about <laughs> excellent so uh, yeah they're, and you know what they probably do work they probably work great they're probably good sandals but <laughs> I've never I've never yeah I don't know I've bought heaps of, I've bought heaps of cables that never seem to work to try and do things mm. it's a pain in the arse but it's all good nice what about you I bought, well the only recent one was I bought a, a set of weight holders you know like for free weights because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I started getting into that now you can tell well you can't tell but I mean, buff as fuck swole hulking out of this shirt swole <laughs> gym swole yeah I am but um, I no I bought <laughs> it was just a like a rack that, I don't know why I'm using my hands to try and explain this to you just a rack that you you put the you know, the handles of the weights in, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're not sitting on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, they arrived and they were just absolutely really tiny. And basically, made of really shit plastic. And <laughs> like you thought, well, you put pot lids in them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was like, what weights are these supposed to fucking hold anyway? And uh, yeah, just ended up in it. I'm afraid. Hmm. Yeah, tried to recycle it, but couldn't. It was unrecyclable. Can't recycle your pot hold, your pot lid holder. No. <laughs> and my pots just lie in a drawer Likely. like the cunts they are <laughs> <laughs> alright next question <laughs> this isn't funny I don't know why it's making me laugh have you ever splashed water in your face to calm yourself down like they do in the movies yes really yeah well there were two full <laughs> for this right and we've got it's, it's all good mate come on in sit down <laughs> You seem to be really trepidatiously walking <laughs> up. This is how I normally walk. <laughs> Fans of the podcast, MJ Supplies has just walked in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, I, what, what did you ask again? 
Have you ever splashed water in your face like they do in the movies to calm yourself down? Yeah, so there was once in <laughs> Las Iguanas and it was twofold because I'd just cleaned something and sprayed some chemicals on my face so my, chem- my, my chemical face was burning. My face was burning. <laughs> I was horrible. Mm. And then a customer came up and ordered a drink and it was the first day friend of the podcast, Tom, was working a shift and... Uh, so I was trying to t- train the newbie and do all that. And these two customers went, started um, going, ah, like, you know, being dicks, ordering a bunch of shit and just really pissing me off. And my face was on fire. Mm. So I splash in my face, like trying to get some water and trying to feel the cool, cool release of water on my face. Yeah. And then I went back up to them and they were like, all right, you're sweating a bit. Yeah, yeah, what... <laughs> Well, mate, just serve us our drinks. We don't care what you've been up to. And mm. they fucking started insinuating that it was off my tits. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, wow. I then had to go to the bathroom and again, I splashed more water <laughs> on my face, mainly for the burning, but it was nice mm. and cool, cooling. Mm. And then I just, yeah, then I finished, like, got back, served one more person, took two beers at the fridge, went, come on, Tom. And we went downstairs <laughs> and had a beer, which was a cool moment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It is quite nice. But it was mainly for the chemical burn. But I no, well, that's fair enough. No, it's just because I was thinking about it. I was like, I've never been so agitated that I think I just need to need to hydrate my face to calm myself down here. I've been hot and done it. You know, like, I'm hot, so I'm just going to put some water in my face. But I've never been like... You know, because they, they do it in a movie, something traumatic happens, and it goes, I'm going to go splash the water in my face. Yeah. Like, no one outside of movies has ever done that <laughs> therapeutically. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the first thing you'd do. Yeah. I'd have a beer. Like, or yeah. something like that, you know? Like, yeah, cigarette, something like that. Yeah, just relax, just, you mm. know, punch a wall. Mm. They do that in the films. I've, so never, I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> Not once. <laughs> um, I used to do that all the time, punch walls. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Not so much these days? No, not for a long time. Yeah. So you've never done it? You've never splashed the... Not to calm myself down, no. no. Have you ever splashed water in your face? <laughs> Is it just to relieve hotness that you splash water in your face? Or is there any other reason you do it? Or to clean, obviously. Just to freshen up, I guess. Yeah. Kind of take your mind off. Yeah, I don't also have to take your mind off stuff. No. I mean, if I just found out, like, my partner of 30 years had just died, I wouldn't. Oh, don't worry. Make a cold water in the face will you right out. Oh, God. I just, oh, forgot for a second. Oh, no, she's still dead. <laughs> you don't go to a funeral where we basin for the front row. Go down. There you go. You're all right. It's, it's just kind of to refresh you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, not for when you're agitated, for when you're feeling a bit, well, hot under the collar, I guess. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I've spritzed. Spritz, but you're a spritzer. I'm a spritzer. I'll spritz anything. Yeah. There's been, there's been full podcast episodes where all you could hear is you spritzing. Oh, that's horrible. That's was it not so one hard. of the first solo ones you recorded that it was so hot and all you could hear every once in a while was, oh, I'm so sorry. And yeah, then you just hear a fan going on. <laughs> <laughs> I would have think I had to shut the windows for the noise, but then I had the fan, the little hand fan going. Yeah. I might as well open all the windows. <laughs> oh, that was horrific. Next question. All right. If you, what would you name a yacht if you had one? Oh. Don't know. Uh, uh, the Miss Duchamp. For any reason, or just nope. Just think it's classy. That's good. The Miss Duchamp. Duchamp. Yeah. Yeah. Good. 
Nothing. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought I'd think of one by now, but I haven't. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I always wanted to uh, run a pub and call it the gym, as in the G I M. So you could say, "Oh, I'm just I'm going to the gym." And yeah. You wouldn't be lying. You'd be going to the pub. So maybe I would do the same for a yacht. And it'd be named after me, which would be ostentatious. <laughs> and if I'm anything, it's ostentatious. I'm just going to the gym. Two week holiday where you pop back. A lot of lots of spritzing that day. <laughs> it would be a spritzing yacht though. You'd have spritzers at the side. Just... The spritzer, that's what I'd call it. The spritzer, that would be right. I'd lean off the side of it. Mm. Just dunk my head <laughs> just, in. Just, just... If I've had a particularly traumatic day. Mm. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. International waters. I might call my yacht that. Because <laughs> you can get away with things in international waters, as I've said. Yeah. Earlier on this one or the last one, I can't quite remember where it was. <laughs> the non-smuggler. Oh, <laughs> no. I promise there's nothing. Yeah. Nothing to see here, that's what nothing I Nothing to see here, that's it. <laughs> there you that's go. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing to see here, but it would be S-E-A. Nice, there we go. Nothing to see here. That was better than I thought it would be. <laughs> Alright, three more. If you had Gordon Ramsay around for dinner, what would you make? I've thought about this before. Because mm. me and Ali have spoken about our signature dishes and all that and what mm. we would do. Because I'd be worried, but I wouldn't cook him anything fancy. Cause he gets that shit all the time. Mm. I'd like I'd cook him a big roast or something like that. Because mm. I make a mean wee roast. You are good at roast. And I think that would be just like nice, homely. He's not expecting too much as long as the, it wasn't like tough or overcooked. As long as your mm. chicken was moist, mm. he'd be a happy man. And you got some crispy taters in there. Yeah, I think that would you know nice carrots. I don't know. Well, mm. good gravy made, good sauce. Yeah, a nice, nice homemade gravy. Yeah, yeah. Then I think that would that would nail it. Homemade Yorkies on the side, big fuckers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That sounds good. I think that's the way his heart. I don't think you want to go too no too fancy. You'll see right through that. Yeah, exactly. He does often, and nothing from a can. No, no, not. Oh, a you don't want to do that. No. What about you? I don't know. Um, oh, Becky says the best thing that makes my curry. You've had my curry. You've had, uh, yeah, yeah. Is that good? It is good, yeah. Would it be Ramsey worthy? I think it could be. I'd say what I think you're really good at is uh, it was one of the, the first season, the first episodes of season five we recorded when you made that nice fried chicken. Oh, yeah. Because it's, so ju- it's so crispy on the outside and juicy mm. in the middle. I think you're a good fryer. I think something like that would be, he'd be right down for. Okay, I could do that. I'd, I'd probably be more confident with that, to be fair. Because everyone likes fried chicken. Yeah. You got anything you cook, Marty, for a, for Gordo? Um, I don't know, maybe get, get a barbecue on the go. Oh, Barbecue's yeah. good. Change mm. up a little bit, you know, get him out of the kitchen. Get him to, <laughs> to Lockhead Park. <laughs> get the barbie on. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Gordon Ramsay at Lockhead Park. <laughs> sitting having a beer with him as three kids come by with a fucking done-in motorbike. Yeah, get, that they just start few, kicking. Get a few titties. Yeah, yeah. Feel right at home. Yeah, no, totally. I like that. Yeah, and if you could barbecue something quite nice, like not too burnt to shit, he mm. he might enjoy that as well. Show a yeah. bit of finesse on the barbie. I think I think we're right to go for simple rustic stuff rather than try to impress. He gets the foofy shit all the time, man. Foofy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what he gets when we're going for foofies. <laughs> going for foofies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright I agree I would have all of those things that sounds good alright next question invent an app you have one minute starting now 
Okay, so it's an app. Can't Ali, see. if you're listening to this, I'm stealing it from you. Uh, it's an app that can take, uh, that you can put in every TV show and movie you want to watch. And when it becomes available for free on one of the streaming services you have, it pings up on the app Genuinely so that really you know really you could uh, get that. That's an idea Ali's had for ages and I've never given her the fact that it's really good. That's genuinely and really good. You know what the good thing is? She don't fucking listen to this. So <laughs> I've got away with this one, boys. Take it, there you go, in 30 seconds as well. Boom. Very good. Well done. Right. You got your timer? Well, if I got to... I don't have to yeah, 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 yeah. No, you do. Okay. Go for it. Oh, I have to do it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll press the button. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I can't think of anything better than that. No, well, start. Right, I'll tell you do it then. Right, go. Uh... Um, An app that makes that sound. Sound effects. Oh shit! Okay, hold on. Like the first apps that you got, where it's just like you know, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. The buzzer. Oh, that's such a good idea. Twenty seconds already. Shit. Okay. Um, Trying to make sound effects so it's not not boring here. Um, oh my god. <laughs> 25 seconds left yeah oh no <laughs> oh actually, I've got none I've got absolutely none it's hot quality gold you got 50 right I'll tell you what it would be an app that you could you could use with your phone and it would take a photograph of a poster you have and it would link you to a place that would get you a frame exactly fitting that poster that's quite good I'll give you that yeah. that's a problem I've had recently because posters are not a uniform size Outside of A4, you know, the standard ones. They're all fucking random sizes and you have to buy specific ones. And sometimes you, you can't get it right. Yeah. So it'll be an app, you take a, take a photo and it'll show you where the meanest one is. I like that. Oh I like that. Oh my god, that was tense. Do you want a shot? Not gonna let you, man. That was, that was rough. <laughs> it was my own question. <laughs> you wrote it ages ago, you've had a long time to think about that. I know. Alright, and the last question, this is from a friend of the podcast, Danny. Okay. Simply, is Nicolas Cage a good actor? Well, Danny and I have watched eight Nicolas Cage films over two days. I'm deep in the cage right now. It's been grim, but it's been amazing. <laughs> and of course, there's a whole community episode dedicated yeah. to, to this idea. I'm gonna go yes. I agree. I think he is. What he's done? I mean, he has. He, 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 if if he's not acting, he's doing a fucking good job either way. I think. <laughs> Unless his main role is just pretending to be an actor his whole life. He's an entertaining <laughs> actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say winning awards kind of actor for his acting skills. No, well, he's won one award for leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. And it's a genuinely amazing oh, performance. But, yeah, I mean, he gets the job done, doesn't he? He acts. You know what to expect from a Nicholas Cage film? Mm. A performance. Not when you've watched it in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to tell you, man. <laughs> it's been a wild ride. You know what I expect from Nicolas Cage in a Nicolas Cage film? What you don't expect is the film around Nicolas Cage. Mm, that's probably more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What's his best film? Oh, Bottom of the one he just won an award for. You're asking a mouthful there. I want to say Con Air. Ah, we watched Con Air. That was, that was a good time. I don't know. I got none. I got none there. I don't know. 
I think I'd, I'd give it to you. Having watched the eight films you just watched, which one would you say? Which one would you say is objectively the best and which one was entertainingly the best? Oh, I don't know. I, I really want to say Mandy because it was just so fucking mental. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. And it was gorgeous but so sick. So deranged. <laughs> it was a psychedelic fever dream of a film. But I've got to say I loved it. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that's his, objectively his best film. Oh, well, Leaving Las Vegas would be his best film, probably, objectively. Which one's this one that just goes around punches loads of women? Oh, that's um, The Wicker Man. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> dress, dress as a bear sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other actor? Oh, he's trying. That's the film no, he dresses as a bear. <laughs> no, and he might not even be in the suit. We don't know. Yes. <laughs> Could have been anyone in there. How do you get ready for that role? Mm. Yeah, that, you know, right? some actors kind of go and do the, the job that they're required to do in their film beforehand, but you know, get to kind of do it realistically. So you're in the stage, kind of... Dresses a bear and punches some women. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to say either way, but I'm not going to say no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, well, there you go. That's all the random questions for us. I think that's the perfect note to end. Yeah, thanks very much, Dougal. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Marty. Thanks for coming on for the last five thanks minutes. Yeah. yeah. And I've got your, your tagline to end on. No. Oh. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can have it. So... Thank you for listening to Tuna Boot. And as we always say in the podcast, you're always a breath away from death. Good night, everyone. Tuna Boot. Skish, skish, <laughs> belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>